guys, welcome! Ah! Woo, woo. Where's my drink? Yeah. Right, well, you nailed that. Welcome to the first episode of the Seedcast. We're just gonna keep yeah. that. We're just gonna keep yeah. that. We'll keep that. Uh, I'm Dev. That's that. I'm Dev. That's Kirsty. Um, that we've not really. I'm not gonna lie. We've not really. We've not really planned this out too much. We, we've nothing, got like a couple of things to talk about, right? But nothing, nothing that we've ever planned. And I feel like we need to make that clear for anyone listening because I don't want them to get the wrong idea in the future that anything is going to be consistent or planned in any in any way. There's going to be a very there was a severe lack of consistency mm-hmm. in this podcast. So if you're looking for a podcast that is uh, consistent, professional, or in any way entertaining, uh huh. Well. Not showing you. It was a good run. It was a good run. Um, so we again, like, like, because this is the first episode that we're kind of doing this. We haven't really thought loads about kind of formats and structures and and stuff to talk about. Because, like, I don't know, the, the idea of the podcast kind of just came about when I think we were probably just sat in spoons one day, right? And you wanted to do a podcast, and I was like, I've done podcasts before. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much it, right? Back in the day when we could sit in Weatherspoons and have a, a pink gin and lemonade with holy me fries on my lunch break. Stop it. Good Stop times. It. Stop it. It's actually so sunny outside at the moment and it's, it's making so nice. me very upset that I can't go out and have a bev at the moment. Yeah, it's perfect cider in a beer garden weather. Um, mm. I kind of feel sorry for all those beer gardens that are just sat there in the sun. Not um, you know all the benches? All the, oh, I thought you meant like the plants that just aren't getting watered. Oh my god, the plants. All the beer gardens with plants and stuff like that, all those plants are going to be dead 100%. They're done. Oh god, beer gardens are going to look horrible when we yeah. go out. If you go into a beer garden after quarantine, it's just going to be dead leaves everywhere. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. Black, black hanging <laughs> plants and shrubbery. It's just dead. <laughs> it's going to be so depressing. I do um, look forward to the day of going into a beer garden right now, though, because... Man, that's like that's like the one thing that I've been missing out of this as well. Because it's been like super sunny and nice weather as well. Right. If it was yeah. like raining and cold and morbid and depressing, I'd be like, you know what? Fine, I can I can sit inside. I'm fine with it. But now that it's all like sunny it's, and stuff, too much to ask for for us to have a pandemic in the winter. Like it had to happen in the summer just to really test, especially with British people as well. Like British people, when we see sun. We immediately have to take our clothes off and sit in a garden somewhere and drink mm-hmm. some very, very cheap cider. I am, My main concern is that when we come out of this, are all of the pubs going to be prepared? No, absolutely not. There's absolutely no way. They can't, they can't no. be. Like, for the amount of demand that there's going to be in that amount of pubs, right? Like, are they even going to have the stock to, to deal with it? Any, like, they might have sold all the furniture to pay the rent. There's every chance. Oh my god, yeah. Am I, oh my god, I've not even yeah. thought about that. They could, they might have had to like sell a bunch of stuff from yeah. the pub to keep the real estate itself. That's mad. Might, I've not even thought about that. The bar, like we might go in, it will just be one singular man mm-hmm. behind a table with just like a couple of bottles of vodka. I mean, I'd take that at this point. <laughs> <I'd> <laughs> I honestly... would steal from him mm. all of the alcohol that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's going to be absolutely mad. It's going to be like the f- like World Cup finals times 100 because you've kept every British person inside for three months and then you unleash them all. It's going to be mad. I, I've already said this. I'm taking like at least a week off work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, and- the thing is like with, with, with the kind of 
pandemic, it, it, as soon as you get the green light, right, I feel like a lot of people are going to be rushing out the gates and, and going to any pub that they can, meeting up with their friends and stuff like that. There's a part of me that wants to do that, obviously. Right. There's another part of me that's just like, man, that's a lot. That's a lot going on. They might like... 100%, yeah. It's like a night out on New Year's Eve. Like, you want to do it, but you also know that it's just going to be so packed. It's just going to be chaos. It's actually going to be chaos in the streets, man. I I don't think... I don't think the world's ready for it. (laughs) I don't think the world's ready for it. But I know that me and you are going to do it, Mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. Right. Um, I don't care if I have to break laws and literally sit in the middle of Piccadilly Gardens, which for those of you who aren't from Manchester, is a huge gardens in the centre of the city. I will buy a bottle of vodka and down it in Piccadilly Gardens. That's terrifying. Please don't do that. I will. If I can't, if I can't get into a pub, if pubs are too busy, there will be street parties. A hundred percent. Manchester will just be one massive. It'll be like Pride, but instead I'm of celebrating so gay people, it's celebrating freedom. It's like Independence Day. Independence Day. Jesus Christ, man. That's intense. Like, I'm definitely down to street party and stuff like that as well. I do think that there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to have FOMO and just miss out on what's going to be one of the most insane parties of Manchester. (laughs) Like, ever, right? When this whole thing ends. But at the same time, I'm like, man, the whole, the whole, the whole thing is not cured. You know, it's, it's still around. It's still about. And yes, we're doing our best to kind of solve it and, and stay inside and stuff like that. But like, it doesn't necessarily mean that as soon as as soon as the the lights are green and you can go kind of thing. Maybe it's maybe it's not the best idea to. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you would hope that the lights wouldn't turn green unless we were definitely good to go. That would be the hope. Like, I'm not going to go running out until it's explicitly said by the government, you good. Well, right. I, I mean, yeah. There's a part of me that thinks that they won't until it's sustainable for us to, which is yeah. entirely fair. But at the same time, I'm like, there's countries that have been so heavily affected by this initially more than us. And now we're like, we're probably like one of the top, if not the top country that's uh, kind of being affected by this like italy in particular right italy right. were out of lockdown we were talking about this earlier actually um italy are out of lockdown recently and the scenes in the streets are insane but at the same time it's like italy have been heavily heavily affected one of the i think it was probably europe's first country to be like massively affected the way it was right but there's still yeah. no cure it's still there there's no cure, but what you've got to remember is that Italy were in lockdown way before us mm-hmm. and took it much more seriously than us. Right. Like, from what I've personally seen anyway, we haven't taken it very seriously, mm-hmm. um, which is why it is going to drag out longer for us. But Italy really took it seriously. I mean, Portugal, for example, Portugal have such a lower death rate because they actually quarantined themselves before it was even a government thing. Like, people in Portugal started self-quarantining weeks before the government put them on lockdown That's because nice. they could see the, the, you know, images and the messages coming from China. Um, and so they chose to do it themselves, which is why they've been able to come out relatively unscathed compared to other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what you mean about Italy. It is, when I saw the videos of people dancing in the street, it did fill me with joy, but there was that sense of, like, is this a good idea? But I also don't think that they would have, the authorities would have allowed that to happen 
because the thing is it's not about getting a cure like if we're going to wait to get a cure we're going to be in lockdown for the rest of the year like it's not necessarily about getting a cure it's a matter of testing and then being like right well 90 percent of our population have either had it and are fine now or don't have it well Mm -hmm. then that's fine Mm -hmm. yeah i I think i think yeah so you are right in that sense again I, i think it's just me playing like almost playing devil's advocate to an extent because i know for a fact when the whole lockdown is kind of called off by the government i'm probably gonna go out and meet some friends get super drunk all that kind of stuff um but at the same time it's like the, you you kind of gotta be careful a little bit right it's like because it is still it is still prevalent but i mean that being said we've been in lockdown for what like a month month and a half now probably Mm-hmm. Feels like it's yeah, going. We're in lockdown at the end of March. That's crazy to think. That's crazy. It feels like it's been so much longer than that for me. But um, I mean, we've talked about it kind of privately many, many times. But how mm-hmm. you how you kind of find in lockdown generally? So it's difficult, isn't it? Because like, and I've I've spoken to a few people that feel the same way as me. It's hard to say that you enjoying it because obviously the circumstances around it are completely devastating Mm -hmm. but myself and i know a lot of other people that feel the same way like i said are like thriving in this situation and people that haven't had time to get things done you know are so busy with the usual office jobs people that have long commutes you know this is this is great for them because they actually have time to do what they've wanted to do Mm -hmm. i for me personally it has really helped my mental health and i have social anxiety anyway so i mean i work full time but i've never had an option to work from home with my current job so it has been really nice to be able to have that freedom and you know not do my commute i commute for like an hour um each way so like two hours a day um and also just be able to work from the comfort of my home. I'm very lucky in the sense that my job absolutely doesn't require me to be in an office um, and can very much be done from home. I work in social media, so it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, so, yeah, for me personally, you know, I haven't enjoyed the circumstances that it's under, but the actual concept of being... I don't necessarily like being on lockdown because I do want to see my friends and I do want to see my family, but I'm not mad about the fact that i don't have to go into an office right. every day. you gotta take the positives from it right i mean it is i mean you put it pretty well in that it is horrible circumstances that have kind of brought upon the mm-hmm. the the kind of atmosphere and stuff that we're living in at the moment but at the same time you'd you'd, you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you kind of just wallowed in all of the negatives around it you got to take some kind of positives for it and i think generally speaking i'm i'm quite an introvert anyway um as much as people tend to disagree with me whenever i say that i am i'm quite an introvert anyway but um i think having the option taken away to go and do social stuff is definitely a bit weird it's definitely a bit of a weird experience for sure a hundred percent and i think as well like obviously you know it, it goes without saying that people like me and you are very lucky because I, you know, there are a lot of people, I know a lot of people who can't be by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that you obviously have your roommate, I live by myself, um, but I am very happy by myself and I'm very happy in my house. And I know a lot of people that aren't like that in both mm-hmm. ways. Like they can't be by themselves and they don't like being cooped up all day. Like they have to get out, they have to socialize. That's the environment that they thrive in. 
Um, so, I, you know, I completely respect and appreciate that people just really aren't, you know, people really are struggling with it a lot more. Um, so I do, I do feel very lucky in that sense as well. Um, I could easily just have my own company for, for days on end. I mean, that's actually what I've had. I have been speaking to, you know, friends, family, um, a lot more um, than usual, which is great. And I think it's great for communication with family especially. But I can quite easily entertain myself for days on end. I'm an only yeah. child. I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> you, got, you had to. You had no choice but to yeah, get used to that. I either had imaginary friends or just entertain myself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy. I mean, there's obviously a lot of bits of life that are really frustrating. So things like, you know, not being able to see friends and family things like not being able to go to the gym, not being able to, you know, get normal shopping like you usually would. Um, obviously, a lot of aspects of life have been changed. Um, but, you know, as long as you've got a Netflix subscription and, I'm saying, man. you know, life's, life's all right. So, it's, um, yeah. It's weird. It's like, it's. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about it. And I think we probably talked about it a little bit as well in that it feels like I've been more social since this whole lockdown thing happened because i'm on like i'm on like discord voice calls with friends pretty much every day right we're, to we're talking like quite often most days if anything else i'm talking to my parents a lot more i'm talking to my family in general a lot more and like it's such a weird way that it's come about because like before quarantine i would just not talk to anyone <laughs> i wouldn't speak to a single person like if i got home i'd be like all right i'm switched off for the day i'm, I'm done uh, but yeah. I don't know. It's like it's definitely not been that. I've been on, um, I've been on like voice chats with people most nights and and done stuff and stuff like that as well. I don't know. It's it's nice. It is nice to to do all that from the comfort of my own home as well. You know. Yeah. There's no commitment. Like I don't have to get ready or get in a taxi or anything like that. I will say, and I do completely blame this on you. I have drank wow. more. What? I have drank more alcohol in the last four mm. weeks than I have probably in the last year of mm -hmm. my life. I'm I mean, not a big drinker. I mean, that sounds but, like a you problem, man. Well, I mean, it's not because it's I totally love you um, yeah, I mean. But I am very much the kind of person that will not go on nights out. Like, I probably go on, like, two or three nights out a year. Mm. Like, it's just not my scene. I don't like being drunk. I don't like being in an environment where I get drunk and ended up, end up dying because I will die. Mm. Um, like, I, I just – it costs a lot of money – it's long and also on nights out i don't feel like you can leave at any point you have to like stay because everyone's like oh why are you leaving so early because i'm like ready for bed by 11 p.m and we've not even gone to the club yet um so but it's great this is a great <laughs> but it's great <laughs> you know, this, this situation is great because i literally can get drunk say when i'm leaving because no one can be like oh why don't you stay because like, i'm not anywhere i'm at home literally on you know bloody google hangouts with people like, I can drink as much as I want. I don't feel that pressure to be like, oh, I need to get four drinks from the bar because it's really busy. Because mm -hmm. my drinks are right next to me. It's amazing. It's so much cheaper. It's so I've, I've noticed, like, I have, I mean, I am an alcoholic at this yeah. point. Like, it's it's probably a problem. Uh, me and uh, a few of my friends, we drink most nights. Um, and it might be only one or two. Uh, there's some nights where it's not. Um and I don't know, it's just it's just really, really nice just being able to kind of voice chat or video chat with people whilst we're doing other stuff, just have a bev. Um, and it's super cheap as well because you don't have to go out and 
um get like buy prices and stuff like that i don't know it's it's really nice it's really really nice no 100 and there's no the i mean i've checked and there's no fee to get into my house right so I don't there's no bounces there's no bounces. i don't have to show my id that's actually that's not true there is my housemate he might see me stumble outside to <laughs> come back in he's like <laughs> Nah, not today. <laughs> not today. You're gonna have to go somewhere else, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But like, yeah, I mean, there are benefits. It's kind of it's kind of a horrible way to look at it, I suppose. And I'm I'll 100 take the flame for it. You gotta take you some positives. You have to look right? at the positives. You do have to look at the positives. And speaking of positives and negatives of being in quarantine, mm-hmm. I think we need to talk about what can be described as a positive or negative in many people's life and that is the app tiktok jesus because lord knows that was an excellent segue thank you that's the first of many i'd like to think on this podcast i i am going to be that that person i'm going to be like julian and jenny and julian's yeah. podcast where he just, just said the sponsors just to, just to clarify um for anyone who's listening i'm gonna clarify um for anyone who's listening at home we were were kind of thinking about like how do we do this podcast and i was very much of the opinion of just like let's just talk and see what happens and kirsty was like no that's stupid and i was like yeah true (laughs) (laughs) true. (laughs) not gonna cut that we don't have an editor i'm the editor i get to choose what goes (laughs) in and out of the bit it's fine um but like the only thing that we mentioned in terms of topics, Kirsty was just like, we should talk about TikTok a little bit. I was like, yeah, we should definitely talk about TikTok a little bit. And we, just we like that, we're here. we're here. We're here. That's going to be my thing. I'm going to be the segue. You're going to be the segue. Excellent news. Yeah. Let's segue so, back to TikTok then. So TikTok, I fully 1000% refused on my life mm-hmm. to download this app. One, because I can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. Two, because I knew if I downloaded it, I would have the temptation to upload to it. Mm-hmm. And three, because I have no willpower, right. and if I start watching things on there, I will lose years of my life. And just to clarify, kind of where we are, um, so so that mindset that you had of uh, just to clarify, not downloading it, um, yeah, not uploading to it, and not yeah. watching content on it. How long right. ago was that? How long ago um, when you first when you first kind of really had that uh, that kind of bucket list of of TikTok and not not to do on that? Probably like late last year. Right. When everyone at work started talking about it, and I was like, I refuse to even mm-hmm. talk about it with you. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward to uh, to quarantine twenty twenty. Where are we up to right now? So we are about six weeks into quarantine, mm-hmm. and I was standing. I was standing firm, Dev. Mm-hmm. I was standing firm. Damn. I refused for the three reasons I have highlighted, mm-hmm. and then I downloaded it two days ago, and I've already uploaded three videos. <laughs> so, listen, right? Here's the thing, right? TikTok gets a lot of hate. I, I'm not a TikTok viewer. I'm not a TikToker. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume that's what they're I, called. <laughs> I genuinely think that is what they're called. It makes I'm, I'm not. I'm not a TikToker. Um listen it's a fun app it's very similar to vine it's just like short videos there's a lot of funny tiktoks that i've seen on twitter there's a lot of funny ones yeah i don't get there's a lot of really fucking horrible ones just the worst let me fucking tell you right because you have tiktok Hmm? you you don't have tiktok no no i don't have tiktok i need to tell you about some of the things on there you know what we're going to do this on the podcast. I'm going to download TikTok right now. Keep talking. I'm going to download TikTok right now. I'm going to tell you 
my first experience with TikTok as I download it. So okay. Ahead. Well, let me tell you the worst and best parts of TikTok. Mm-hmm. Right. This podcast episode should just be called "Good and Bad of TikTok" by Kirsty. Right. <laughs> so you've I'm got you. Yeah, you've got your good, right? You've got your dogs. Plenty of doggos doing great doggo things. Big fan. Big fan, right? There's like a whole trend where the owners film themselves coming in from work and the doggos are so excited to see him. It's amazing, right? Mm. Love that for me. Then you've got some family dancing. Oh, my God, family dancing is amazing because the dad can never get it and they've been practicing for six hours. Right? So you've got some family dances. Love that, right? You've got some, you know, funny skits. Love that. You've got some relatable British humour. Love that. It's all going so well. I haven't yet come across an e-boy. Blessed. Mm -hmm. I haven't yet come across a cringy POV. Blessed. But I have come across, singularly, one of the most disturbing things that's ever happened, which I thought I was safe on TikTok from this kind of content, but how wrong I was. And it is a trend called, have you seen the trend where it's like famous relative check? No, I don't. What? No. Okay, so that's the thing where they go like famous relative check, and then they show you someone they are related to that is famous, which is great. Like I'm like, oh my god, who who are they related to? But they've made a new one that's called something traumatic happened to me and changed my life check. Oh my fucking god, what? <laughs> now wait a sec. Yeah, okay. Wait, you're, so you're segue, Kirsty. So how do we segue from? famous relative to something traumatic happened to me and i want to share it with the world the internet millennials did that millennials were like you know we don't care if carson daly is your granddad carson daly's not that old we don't care if carson daly is your granddad we want to know what the worst thing that's ever happened to you is now i have seen crime scenes oh no no no, i've seen awful awful things no death because i don't think we've quite got there yet but I've seen some pretty bad things. But here's the worst part, right? Not only are they awful, like the real ones are awful, but then you have the prank ones, which are even worse, where it's like, oh, my God, my CCTV caught, like, my brother having a seizure and dying. And then it'll be, like, CCTV of them, like, twerking at the fireplace. Jesus Christ. That is... It's a weird place. The Generation Z... Uh, you said millennials, but, like, I don't think it is millennials at this point, right? Because millennials... I blame millennials for everything. But the millennials are done. Like, the millennial generation... Is like we killed them. We, they're finished, right? <laughs> I mean, more so in that, like, after... Was it 2000 and... I think after 2005, right? I think that's the end of the millennial era, right? It's the yeah. it's Generation Z, the guys after. There's a lot yeah. of stuff going on there. Lots of stuff... Oh, like, yeah. they got a lot of, like super because obviously when i was younger um oh my god i sound like such an old man jesus when i was a young man um (laughs) when i was a lot younger and i was into like internet culture and meme culture and stuff like that it was a lot different to what it is now a lot of the memes now are very kind of self-deprecating super kind of like whoa are you sure you should say that kind of stuff uh it's it's kind of wild and and tiktok is just like fully happy to embellish that because yeah i mean they get content out of it i suppose right so you said you made videos as well right so i have made three videos and i am a tiktok star now Mm -hmm. i think Um, i've seen one of them i think i've totaled maybe 10 views between all three so that's pretty good it's more views Um, than i've got i've done two swatch videos and a my cringy quarantine one 
which instantly I thought it was going to be a hit, but then TikTok removed the audio because I'm assuming it's copyrighted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to redo that, but I think it's going to make me a star. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a strange place to be. And I was correct in being cautious of, upload, um, of downloading it because of the fact that I have no willpower. Just to give you an example of how little willpower I had, last night, I put my audible on as I do every night before I go to sleep. Took months. I take sleeping medication because I'm about that life. I should be generation X or whatever they are. I am like the perfect person to be in that because I'm like all about that depressed life. Took my tablets, got all cozy, closed my eyes, put my sleep hat on that I wear at night, my little sleep mask, and I was ready to go to sleep. And then I thought my lips are a bit dry and I like to put Vaseline on. This is a long story, but it'll make sense. Where the hell is this going? I'm here for it, but where the fuck like, is this like going? <laughs> I like to put Vaseline on before I go to sleep. So I went, oh gosh, I've forgotten to put a Vaseline on. I rolled over, put my Vaseline on. An hour and a half later, mm-hmm. I was still awake because whilst putting my Vaseline on, I'd accidentally pressed my phone and the light had come on. I accidentally unlocked it with my face and opened TikTok and watched it for an hour and a half. That is, that is a weird thing to accidentally do. I don't think... Do you it accidentally do that? Do you accidentally that. open your phone with your face and have I mean, TikTok it open? It has, it, has face, it has face recognition. So, yeah, you absolutely can accidentally open your phone. But I had a notification on TikTok and I opened my phone and then thought, what's this notification? It turned out it was nothing. Right, and that was it. I was, in, I was in the TikTok world and no one was dragging me out. But I suppose, like, because it is, like, super similar because, like, all the, all the videos are, like, what, like a minute long at max? Yeah, I don't know. Not, I don't know what, I don't, I haven't seen the minute one yet. I, I'm seeing like 15 seconds. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so easily consumed. You know what I compare it to, right? I don't know if you ever did this. When I had Facebook in the past, I don't have Facebook anymore. I sometimes watch a video on Facebook, and then I'd be the guy who just like watches video after video after video after video on Facebook, just because they're all already there. It's so right. easily consumable because you can just click play and you're already watching it. Um, mm-hmm. I spent hours doing that, man. I spent hours doing that. Thing. Do you know what's worse, Dev? Let me tell you. These kids are sneaky, right? Because they've already, even though this platform hasn't even been around for long, already figured it out. So mm. they'll do a really interesting video. It's like 15 seconds. And it'll be it'll be clickbait, basically. It'll be like, You're, I found this box in my attic, and you'll never guess what's in it. Not that that's a good example, but that's an example. Mm-hmm. You watch this 15 second video and right at the end of the 15 seconds they'll finally take the lid off the box and then they'll go come back for part two to find out what's in it God, so then what you're doing is scrolling through this because you never know what dates these things are they can be from months ago so then you'll end up going on this person's profile scrolling through dozens of videos to find this part two and it'll never be worth it oh absolutely like, not they're really playing us and i don't appreciate it well you gotta play you gotta be the player at this point you're on TikTok now. You need to be a star. You need to be like, check out what I got. Uh, check out what I found in my garden. <laughs> Let's go with that one. Check out what I found in my garden. It's like fifty seconds, of, 15 seconds of you like stumbling through your living room and then you just open your garden door. It's like, check out part two. Yeah, it's exactly. Like a, a rattlesnake there or something. I don't know. It might be something good. What would you expect? <laughs> it might be a rattlesnake. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, you, listen, you got to play the game. If you want to make it big on TikTok, you got you to gotta play the game. I kind of don't care about making it big on TikTok. I have had the dream of making it big on Instagram at one point in my life, which slowly died. But I've never cared about making it big on TikTok because I genuinely think it's such a short-lived fame. Like, right. 
I know that obviously a lot of Vine stars did become YouTubers, but when I say a lot, I can name like 10 YouTubers that were on Vine, whereas in Vine had millions of people on it that were quote-unquote viral, mm-hmm. and you never heard from them again. So it's like, really, what is TikTok fame and how sustainable is it? Well, I mean, I guess the difference between that would be how you transition from one platform to the other rather than anything else, right? Not right. necessarily... Go ahead. No, 100%. And I don't think that being good at dance moves and being able to mime to some trendy songs mm. is going to translate very well. Whereas oh, in Vine, yeah. Vine was very like very much a storytelling app. Mm. Like Vine has told stories which translated well. Like Gabby Hanna doing a skit and telling a story on Vine translated very well to her being a story time YouTuber. But I just, I just don't see TikTok having the same. And now they've got like TikTok clout houses and stuff, like the TikTok version of Team Ten. It's ridiculous. We need to stop giving kids so much money. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot there. I've, so I mean, I, I kind of disagree with you in that um, TikTok, TikTok size. Like, I don't think like Vine and TikTok are different platforms at all. I think just the diversity of TikTok because you see a lot of like music and stuff like that on there. But, like, there's people who do, like, story times on TikTok and stuff like that and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, there's no reason that can't translate to to a, a platform more sustainable like YouTube or Twitch or whatever people are using, right? They're um, not your TikTokers, though. I'm talking your Charlie D'Amelio's and your e-boys. Say again, sorry. I'm talking about the big TikTokers that are already huge, you know, like the Clout House TikTokers, mm-hmm. like the Charlie D'Amelio's and... I mean, I don't, but I'm going <laughs> to... Basically, the biggest TikTokers are the dancers and the e-boys. They're like the cool kids in TikTok world, and I don't think that their fame is going to... Unless. Well, do they have, like, YouTube channels now? No. They don't? Not at all? I don't think so. That's kind of why. They definitely need to make one. <laughs> they need to make one right now, if that's the case. Like... You got as soon as you get a, a taste of fame, you gotta diversify your portfolio straight away, man. Oh yeah, Charlie D'Amelio does. She has seven videos. How many subs- how many subscribers does she have? About three point eight. I mean, there you go. I guess that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Like you got three point eight people. I mean, like yeah, no, she has three point eight because she's currently the biggest person on TikTok. It makes complete sense. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that how sustainable when tiktok dies mm-hmm. how sustainable is she she has seven videos so she's clearly very aware of the fact that she's not exactly you know able to and all of the videos that she's got are one of them is a meet and greet they're basically tiktok videos right. but like vlogs so like tiktok vlogs basically there's mm-hmm. nothing here that is original mm-hmm if that makes sense. None of these are like concepts that she's come up with. It's literally Charlie in New York City, Charlie in Milan, Charlie at a meet and greet. That's literally one of them is called Charlie in New York City, which is a great title. Because <laughs> <laughs> does that not just sound like a title of like one of the first ever YouTube videos? Charlie, Charlie in New York City. City. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so, so that that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that people like Charlie, how do you even say a name? Charlie D'Amelio, yeah. Um, while they're huge now, and the thing is, they're going to be so rich that it's not going to matter when, if the career dies because they're literally millionaires, which is great. But if if I ever wanted to be famous, I would want for that fame to be something that I could continue and something that could be consistent. 
and I just mm. don't see you. I don't see like e boys becoming like the next like Shane Dawson's or the next PewDiePie's. I mean, yeah, I agree. They're definitely not going to be that because their content, like Shane Dawson, Shane Dawson, PewDiePie, their content is actually considered good. And right. I would really say that content is good, right? But, um. Like I'd, I'd compare them more to like I guess Jake Paul, right? Where there's a there's a Vine star Ooh. who, who's like obviously gotten quite popular because they're quite good looking, and they have a very vibrant personality and stuff like that as well. I'm I'm speaking purely hypothetically. I have not watched a single fucking TikTok video on e boys. I don't think. Um, I don't. Oh, think. you can talk. Cody Ko's reaction to I, see I've seen that that's what I mean I don't I don't think I've seen like a just one on its own right I don't know the personalities of the e-boys um no one does that's the issue right <laughs> but like... <laughs> I know what you mean Jake Paul and Logan Paul is actually a really good um a really good point to be made you could eat, like that, that Charlie D'Amelio or um mm. whatever you said their name was like that person could easily like going to like New York and Milan and all this kind of stuff. That how easy would that be for that person to just see? Okay, I've got three point eight million subs. I'm just going to do like daily vlogs and have a yeah, consistent platform. Yeah, it content. would it would die off though, because she's not interested. She's not like Jake Paul, mm. where Jake Paul actually has a camera presence. They're not like yeah. that. TikTokers are very much Gen X, whatever the fuck they're called. Very, very like they're not like you, Jake Paulers, where Jake Paul actually has energy and he, he has like he captures her videos are literally someone following around New York City with a camera. I'm not saying she doesn't have a personality, but it's not something that I've seen. She she's an incredible dancer, so yeah, maybe she'll like land herself a lead role in Step Up Twelve. But apart from excellent that, film, so, yeah. Step Up Eleven was great, so I'm really looking forward to. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a bit neggy about it because I'm jealous that she's a twelve year old that has ten million pounds. It makes me so upset. I'm I'm not gonna like I get that people are like, Oh I'm so happy for them. I hope that they could use them. I'm like this thirteen year old kid <laughs> is richer than I will ever be and I'm bitter about that. <laughs> right. I'm, I, I mean they're talented, evidently. They've got they've got dancing uh, ability i have I just guess. googled charlie d'amelio to see how old she is um she is 16 right. but in her defense her tiktok bio is 3.6 billion likes 53.5 million fans don't worry i don't get the hype either <laughs> i mean i respect that i respect that i mean i respect that respect that but yeah so collectively she has over 52.5 million um followers just on tiktok wow um so she's one of the most followed individuals on the platform that's insane 52.5 million you said 52.5 million she has half the followers of pewdiepie (laughs) jesus christ man does anybody else even have that many followers on youtube subscribers on youtube apart from obviously t-series i've not a clue i've genuinely not a clue there's probably got there's probably someone with like 50-ish maybe. but like who? i can't think of like anyone off the top of my head i'm genuinely not a clue i'm not a clue though remember, remember when hitting a million subscribers on youtube used to be a big deal yeah i remember when there was only like 10 people on youtube who had um uh 10 million okay so 
on YouTube, the eighth most subscribed channel, the eighth one has 51.5. The eighth most subscribed? Yeah, and it's Justin Bieber, so it doesn't even count. Yeah, that's the thing, is it like, because a lot of the YouTube uh, channels that are like mad subscribed to, they'll be like corporate ones, right? Yeah, so it's T-Series, PewDiePie, some nursery rhyme one, then like a few Indian ones, WWE and Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. So she probably, like, if you compared YouTube to TikTok, because they're both video-based platforms, she's like the third most subscribed to individual in the world. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, look, more power to them. I hope they can find a sustainable platform because last thing that you want to happen to, to like a child story like that is for them to lose all their fame and then just crash and burn in the world, you know? Because that's happened so many times. So hopefully they can hopefully they can keep it keep it going. But like I don't know. Like TikTok as a as a platform's always been interesting, I guess. I've never really looked into it too much myself. I've downloaded it, so I'm gonna see what it is and see what it's like. How long has it been going for? Because I feel like I only started actually hearing about it like six months ago. What TikTok? Um, yeah. Jesus, man! Like, well, it was it was musically before, as you as you were <laughs> more than aware. I am. It was September of sixteen. September two thousand and sixteen. That's when TikTok was a thing. TikTok was launched in September two thousand and sixteen. When did it get like really viral though? It, it can't have been like until mid mid 2018 or something so it says when did it start getting popular mm-hmm. um oh okay so it, it released in 2016 but it merged with musically in august 2018 right okay see that's yeah so it was like mid to late 2018 i guess because that's when i think i started hearing about it right it was like um, yeah like year and a half ago or something like that and it was was very very popular um but remember it was, when yeah, go ahead. When it first launched, everyone hated it because everyone was like, bring back Musical.ly. Just like when Musical.ly launched, everyone was like, we hate it, bring back Vine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So but everyone hated TikTok at first. Like all of the Musical.ly stars and all of the Vine like stars like completely slated it. I remember like Gabby Hanna slated it. Like everyone was just like, TikTok's not going to work. It's not going to like take off. Even though it was exactly the same as Vine and Musical.ly, which have both been so popular in their time. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, no, it's not going to work. It's not It's not going to stick. It's not going to stick. And then, it's bam, what, I think it's it like, it's, I feel like a lot of people have a problem with the people on the platform rather than the platform itself at this point, right? I think people were just bitter that Vine was dead. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved Vine. Everyone was a big, big fan of Vine. Um, but yeah, I, look, I like TikTok. I think it's cool. I think it's like, it's, it seems like a fun app for what it's worth, right? It's just, it does suck in your soul, though. Like, as, as most apps do, right? But, but, but you do feel like you've wasted your life. So it's different. Like, I am someone who is very obsessive. I have a very obsessive personality. And I watch probably about six to seven hours of YouTube a day mm. in quarantine, not, not all at work. <laughs> um, so, but at the moment, I'm watching about six to seven hours of YouTube a day. And it just feels like maybe I've just not broken into the full potential of TikTok because it has only been two days. Mm-hmm. But YouTube, there's just such variety that you can literally watch like a two-hour documentary on something and then you can watch a 10-minute meme video sure. and then watch, you know, a David... A- Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so much to consume on YouTube. It feels like in- there's really good oh. content on YouTube. Yeah, whereas in TikTok, it's just, like, 15 seconds of garbage. And even <laughs> if it's a good video... Because I've, 
I have seen some really good videos, but they're still only 15 seconds. Sometimes you want to watch a full hour of Shane Dawson telling you a conspiracy about how they cut pizzas weird because they give you leftovers. Like, sometimes you need that kind of content in your life. Can't get that on TikTok. That's true. That's true. There's no... There's no... To get that on freaking TikTok. <laughs> there's no long-form content at all yeah. on TikTok, which is, I guess, a problem. I, I don't, I, it depends, like, what you what you kind of value out of the app, I suppose. But, yeah, I mean, I agree in that it could definitely just be seen like as a fucking time sink for a lot of people, I guess, because a lot of the content on there is very much just like a, oh, that was, it's, it's the type of content that you'll look at and you'll kind of maybe smile a little bit and you're like, okay, I guess we'll watch more. And right. then that's it. And then you've watched three hours of it somehow. And like, I couldn't sit here and tell you like, I've watched like tons of TikToks in the last two days. I couldn't sit here and tell you like five of them. Because they're not, like, they don't leave. I would never recommend, put it this way, right? You'd recommend a Netflix show. You'd recommend a YouTube channel. I couldn't sit here and recommend a TikTok. I would probably send it to someone and be like, ha-ha, this is so us. Mm -hmm. But I would never be like, Dev, there is 15 seconds of pure fantasticness on TikTok. You need to watch it. I mean, I... <laughs> you send videos saying this is us to people. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, I could see me doing that. Like, I've had people send me TikToks and be like, this reminds me of you or whatever. Okay, I sure. But I would never be like, oh my God, Deb, there's this new TikTok. <laughs> you have to watch it. There is, a, I, I have a favorite TikTok. I don't even know if it's a TikTok. It might just be a Twitter video. Though, so I feel like it is a TikTok though. Um, And it's a TikTok of a dog uh, that has a knife in its mouth. Um, it's got like that, it's got like the handle of the knife in its mouth. It's like really dark, and you can see like the glow of the dog's eyes, and then you can just hear like the people holding the camera just be like, "Put the knife down, put the knife down." <laughs> and the dog just like kind of slowly edging toward. See, that's content. That that's is content. content. That's content. I would watch an hour-long video just about that dog with the knife. I would like if that was like a Netflix documentary, and there was people being like, "He came into our back garden, and we were terrified. We didn't know what to do." It was like cut into abominable snowman kind of footage of this dog just ro- running around with a knife in his mouth i'd watch that but i love that but i don't know i don't know i guess you won't get that type of content on tiktok will you but i suppose the question is would the people who are big on tiktok be able to ever make that type of content i guess the answer is probably not i don't know another issue i have and this i'm saying it tentatively because maybe this does exist and i haven't found it yet but i have looks there is no history button on tiktok or what you have previously watched button oh no way not that i can see there is nothing on my tiktok where i can look at tiktoks that i've viewed which makes sense because it's just one like how are they going to tell you what you've viewed because it's just one scrolling platform it's not like youtube where you choose what video you want to watch oh but can you not like like a video and stuff like that or repost it the only way to quote unquote save a video is to like it right okay that makes sense i'm not gonna sit there and go through and like every single thing that i like like it's kind of be kind of similar to something like instagram then right where you've just got like a discover page of all of these different images and videos and stuff like that and then you like and stuff like that but then next time you search in the discover page is tailored to what you kind of spent most time on your screen on but when it comes to instagram if i like content i will follow that person and then if i want to show that person's content to you i will just search them you can't really do that on tiktok i suppose i mean you can search people but like i don't know anyone yet like because it's not like 
I don't know. It's hard to explain. I know what you're saying. Like, how is it? How is that different to Instagram? But it just is different to Instagram for me. Because I think it's, I think it's different to Instagram for you because you you're not actively, you're not a, you're not someone who's creating content actively and is establishing a platform on Instagram, right? Oh, on TikTok, on TikTok. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I, I just because there have been some TikToks where I've been like, oh, that was funny, and mm. they'll be like, oh, like. I, I want to do this trend with my mum and I'd be like, oh, I need to find it. But then mm. I'm like, how the hell? Do you... Because the thing is, all the trends are just sound based. So it's like a trend will come from a song. So like the Tootsie Slide or Tootsie Slide or whatever the fuck it's called by Drake. Yes. That's like the latest trend where it's like a dance trend. Mm -hmm. That's a really bad example because you can Google Tootsie Slide. It's like a skit where it's like a voiceover of like Gemma Collins in Big Brother. How the hell do I search? Gemma Collins in Big Brother on TikTok. You can't because it's just a sound bite. You just did it. You nailed it, dude. You just nailed it right there. You can't search Gemma Collins. That's what I'm saying. You can't. I mean, look, it's. I think the way I would kind of compare it, right, is that it is different to Insta. And I mean, why am I even talking about Instagram and TikTok? Like, I know what I'm talking about when you're literally <laughs> on both the platforms. <laughs> but, like, on Instagram, I suppose, like, when you like someone's. Um, content you'll go on their profile you'll follow and stuff like that and you'll see all the similar content that they made i i mean you could theoretically do that on tiktok right and you could see a user that's made very good talks and you share could. it with your friends you could but what i found is that when i open a tiktok app it doesn't take me to following it takes me to recommended or for you they they, they call it for you mm. It's like if when you went on Instagram, instead of showing you your okay. home screen of people that you follow, it took you to the explore page. Sure. But unlike the explore page on TikTok, it's laid out exactly the same way as you're following. That Whereas in the Instagram, explore is a grid. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just one big mess, Dev. Just a big old mess. Big old mess that I don't understand personally, yeah. but yeah. Look, it seems like a good bit of fun. And I don't think. You should think that any of your content that you make on there is cringe, right? Yeah. I do think I am going to blow up and go viral and be rich. Mm -hmm. Well, when you do, um, just remember, I was your friend before you were before you were TikTok famous. This is true. Mm -hmm. So I do expect to ride your coattails for as long as I possibly can. Uh, so I don't have to do anything, personally. Um, I mean, look, we've been recording for 48 minutes. I know, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the episode, right? Are we done? Yeah. Is that the episode? That's the first episode of this Seedcast finished? I love that for us. I love that. It was 40 minutes of booming. We were just right. <laughs> it was literally just 45 minutes of two people being like, TikTok shit. Bring back Vine. <laughs> it was literally. Hashtag bring back Vine. <laughs> nah, but look, I, had, I had a lot of fun. We'll record one of these again soon. Um, definitely definitely thank you, thank you everyone together. thank you everyone for listening to the first episode to the Sudcast. um yes. in terms of ratings and stuff like that i don't know what's going on with that yet but if you have the ability to rate the podcast please rate it five stars that'd be very very nice and share it with your friends and all that kind of good stuff absolutely Kirsty, any any final notes any final opinions any final words definitely if whatever you're watching this on has the ability to comment which i don't think anything does please comment below your tiktok mm. I would love to come and like your TikToks. 
Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> I guess that's it. All right. Oh, thanks for listening, friends. <laughs>